So I think for every benefit, there's probably been some sort of pain to the point where the reason I was having anxiety attacks is because I was too resilient for too long and I didn't, I didn't take a, a step back and say, I really shouldn't do this. And so I would start with trying to figure out your core values. What are your core values? What things matter to you? Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, NLU weekly live podcast for week number 134. What's your one word and why does it matter? So we are very blessed to have a mentor named Evan Carmichael. He wrote a book called Your One Word. We are not shamelessly plugging it, but when I was coming up with this week's live podcast title. I thought that would be a good thing to to dive into because we've been talking a lot about identity. And when you're creating your one word, you are quite literally creating your identity. So I think back, Alan, I haven't talked about this in a long time on the podcast. I got asked this recently. Somebody said, why is your motto? Why is your character? Why is your identity never quit? And I said, honestly, it comes from a place of when I was younger, I was never necessarily the best at things, but one thing I could do that other people couldn't is I could really handle a beating. I was resilient. I've always been resilient. When I was playing baseball, I used to jump over the fence. I remember I did a front flip over the catcher and landed on my head, but I was safe. I remember sliding through the fence to try to catch a ball. I remember that when I was younger, I wanted to be a professional wrestler, one of the the WWF turned WWE wrestlers. And my cousin hit me over the head with a metal folding chair several times. That did not feel good, but there was a part of me that enjoyed it because it tested my resilience. He also beat me with a wiffle ball bat and then threw me into a thorn bush. Again, relatively fond memories, all things considered. And then <laughs> if you fast forward, I the year that I made the six figures at my company, I was on the road for 10 months and I wasn't sleeping. I was staying up for days on end. But the one thing that allowed me to quote unquote find success was the fact that I was so resilient. And if you fast forward to where we are today, there is no way I would be where I am and I wouldn't have the part in this business that I do. I wouldn't have made it through the hard yards of being a broke entrepreneur uh, learned everything I've learned, us grown to where we are today, that none of that would have happened if I didn't have that one word of resilience to the point where never quit is tattooed on my arm. That is my, the, the essence of who I am. If you want to talk about an identity, that is mine at the deepest, deepest level. That is my one word. So today we're going to talk a little bit about that, what that means to you. And I know we've been doing a lot of episodes recently on identity, but I think it's one of the most important things in the world. So how did you know your one word was resilience? And then also, let me ask you a better question, actually. He doesn't like the question. I, I, I want to make, ask you a better one. So you determined your one word was resilience. And this is three years ago, maybe? Year and a half, two and a half years? Right, who Something knows? Like that. Yeah, probably When did like we meet Evan? We met Evan like three years ago. 2019, I know that. Yeah. Because your role within live was 2019, so it was even before that. Maybe 2018. Okay, so probably three, three and a half years ago. So for the last three and a half years, you've essentially known that your one word 
for lack of better phrasing, is resilience. Mm-hmm. And on some level, you've probably known that your whole life, but maybe didn't consciously acknowledge it. What, is, what has been the, the benefit, looking back, to actually being aware of this? I think it's one of those things where, and I honestly believe I've known this for a lot. I mean, I get the never quit tattoo when I was, I don't know, 20, 21 maybe? I don't even remember how, I, I was pretty young. So I knew then that that was kind of what I wanted to to be. And at that point, I already had never quit kid as my Instagram handle. So that's been around. I don't know. I th- The number resilience one, kid. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't flow quite as well. I, I just think it was a unique thing that I had that other people didn't have is just my ability to suffer through whatever it is. I would say that the one thing, I mean, the biggest thing that it's helped me with is the fact that while other people might look for a way out, I'm always trying to look for a way to stay in. Because I, I know if I can just survive a little bit longer, survive a little bit longer. There is a point where, I used to do jujitsu, as you know. There is a point where somebody is choking you. So they have like a choke locked in. There is a point where you get to where you realize, okay, if I can just hang on for another second, I can get loose. I can get loose. And you get very, very close to getting choked out because you can feel the walls closing in and things get quiet and they start to ring. And there's that moment where you know, if I can get through this, I, I think I'll be okay getting out the other side. I'm always trying to do that. I've always tried to do that. So it's helped me in the way of showing up every day, not quitting when things get challenging. But this is the thing too, and this is one of the things that I want to talk about. When your one word is resilience, or say your one word is humor, or your one word is bravery, there's also some potential negative side effects of that. Where, And I've told other people who said, I I want the word resilience too. I love that. Just understand that you might, you might be attracting and opening yourself up to more resistance and turmoil and pain than you realize. Because if you're the type of person who identifies as, I'm very resilient, I can handle anything, you're most likely going to walk into things that you wouldn't otherwise. So I think for every benefit, there's probably been some sort of pain to the point where the reason I was having anxiety attacks is because I was too resilient for too long and I didn't didn't take a, a step back and say, I really shouldn't do this. So... I think it's really lended to a lot of the success I have. I think I don't think I would be where I am. I know I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for that. Also, happy Halloween to everybody who celebrates Halloween. I'm dressed up as a professional podcaster today. <laughs> yeah, Kevin dressed up as Kevin. I dressed mm-hmm. up as Alan. What, nice. What's happening? What's happy happening? Halloween. We got to put the Halloween colors in the background, man. Yeah. Uh, but technically, this episode isn't launching on YouTube until sure, way after you, Halloween. So, you've gotten me, so let me see if I can do it. Got to oh do my it. God. Halloween so just, colors. Just go on with Orange? I don't you know got orange in there? I'm going to find out. I know you do. Yeah, but the problem is it's on like a different... Oh. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's, we're in trouble. Go okay. Ahead. All right. Well, uh, let's talk about how to create your own one word. And, and I do agree with what Kevin's saying that every, every core value that you embody comes with its own strengths and weaknesses. So, for example, resilience for Kevin... Uh, it's a strength if you're hanging in with the right things, but it's a weakness if you're in a toxic relationship and you just stay for years that you should yeah. have left. And so every one of these comes with a, a pro and a con. Everything in life really does, quite frankly. So, and that's a whole other episode. So if you're out there watching or listening to this, how do you create your one word? How do you know what your one word is? When Kevin and I were first interviewing people on the Hyperconscious podcast way, way, way back, we always had these two questions we would ask at the end. We had these same two questions. We asked Evan this actually when he was uh, one of our guests. Kevin's was, what do you want to accomplish before you die? 
pretty deep. Mine was we grow, we evolve, we change, we adapt. But there's something about you that that is uniquely you. Something that never changed. What about you never changed? I don't think I ever asked it that well uh, back then. <laughs> but anyways, that question. And the reason why I was asking that question is because I wanted people to reflect on their past and figure out, okay, what is it that's always been there that I never maybe realized? And that really is a testament to your one words. And, and what your one word really is, another way to frame it, is your core value. What's your number one most important core value? And uh, on book club, we read a book called Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. And in that book, there's a lot of really good things about that book. But essentially, she has this one page that has all of these core values written out. There's like hundreds of them, 100 plus. And in book club, we had everyone do it. We had everyone narrow it down. So in the book, she has you narrow it down to two. I, uh, I think I challenged everyone to narrow it down to at least five. Right now, I'm going to challenge everyone to uh, think of what are your core values, okay? This is really difficult. There's a lot of words out there that you can embody. It's not easy to do this. I remember even getting it down to 15 was difficult. And if you want to, by the way, you can Google Bernay Brown Dare to Lead Core Values, and it'll come up. You can actually download the PDF. And then she has five in there you can add. So if your core value or your one word isn't on there, you can add it. And mine actually I don't think was on there. So my one word is legacy. But I didn't know that until I asked myself the question, what about me never changed? The part about me that never changed is I've always wanted to change the world in some unique way. I wanted something to be different because I was here. I wanted to make the world a better place in some unique way. Always. The quote on my desktop background right now, the people who think The people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. And that's a Steve Jobs quote. That's on the background of my phone. That's on the background of my laptop. That's actually behind me. The people who are crazy enough, you can see it right there. If you're not watching um, video, then I'll just explain it. But essentially behind me, I have a bunch of books and there's a plant and awards and stuff. But I have that quote. I've always resonated with that quote. As a matter of fact, if you go to my cover photos on Facebook and you go way, way, way back, I had it as my cover photo. And so what about you never changed? Is it like Kevin, resilience? You were always super, super resilient. Is it like me, legacy, long-term impact? Was your focus? Um, maybe it's something different. Maybe it's kindness. Maybe it's compassion. Maybe it's aspiration. Maybe it's potential. So I'm going to share my top five core values here. Uh, Kev, if you could get yours, that would be awesome too. Oh, goodness gracious. And so let's narrow it down to maybe five words that resonate with you and then try to pick the top one. So I recite my core values every single day. I have a lot of my clients doing this as well. If you don't know your core values, why does that matter? You're not going to know, put it this way, the, the more you know who you are, the easier it is to make decisions. Okay, if my main focal point in life is to have a long-term impact in the world that's unique, Obviously, I'm not going to take short-term pleasures at the expense of long-term impact. It makes life a lot easier because we all have, I, I always use the joke of, we all. let's say you have an iPhone. If you have an iPhone or an Android, you have hundreds of thousands of apps you could download. There's thousands, probably millions at this point of games you can play. You know, there's a, there's a hundred million websites you could go to, right? So you have all these options. So how do you choose? One of the ways you you narrow your options, you become an essentialist, is you understand your core values. 
everyone, my name is Amanda. I am a dental hygienist and a mom of two teenagers. I was first introduced to Kevin and Alan about three years ago. So that led me to book a consultation with Alan and I showed up to that call in the lowest spot that I've been at in my entire life. He is a good human that genuinely wants the best in your life, your future, your love, your relationships, your wealth, and you have the chance to be in the same room or on the same call or have these two in your life in any way, then you are blessed. And so for me, number one is legacy. That's my one word. Number two is mastery. I always have to close my eyes when I do this. I don't know You why. do your thing, man. Uh, number one, legacy. Number two, mastery. Number three, potential, human potential. Number four is virtue. And number five is humility. They have evolved a lot over the years. The one that's never changed is legacy for me. And again, my father passed away when I was two years old. And my mom always talked about how everyone was at John's funeral, my dad. And, you know, my whole childhood, I, I had stories of John, stories about my dad. And I remember when I first went to his side of the family, uh, after my stepfather left when I was 14, we reconnected with his side of the family and they all looked at me funny. They all looked at me because I looked just like John. If you've ever seen a photo of my dad, I looked just like my dad. He had darker hair. But they all looked at me and they all tell me stories. They all talk about John. They all have all these stories. There's so many stories about John and he passed away when he was 28. I was two. And so I saw in a very real, tangible, painful way, how much impact we have when we pass on. And so I never lost sight of that. They never talk about how he died. I'm the only one who talk about how he, talks about how he died because I got in a car accident when I was 26 and he got in a car accident when he was 28 and so that really rattled my cage. So I talk about the car accident. You know, I talk about how I've seen pictures of his car and seen pictures of my car and they didn't look very different and so that freaked me out. That's a whole other story but the point is no one talks about how he died. They all talk about how he lived. They all talk about these stories. And so I knew, you know, and my mom says there was line, like they had to shut down some of Holden. And I don't know if she was exaggerating or what, but like apparently like, I think she said 600 plus people came to his, his wake or his funeral. I think it was 400 plus. It was very, very high. And if that's 28 years and that's the impact, right? Imagine what you can do with a longer life. And so I've always felt that way. That's my one word, legacy. Usually your one word is connected to something unique to you, something that touches you at the deepest level. And so I would start with trying to figure out your core values. What are your core values? What things matter to you? Some of the NLU team members, some of them are humility is number one, right? And then the law of attraction can actually work properly. If your number one word is humility and you're around someone arrogant, you're not going to like them and now you know why. Right? If your number one core value is humility and someone's being super arrogant, you're going to at least understand why you're frustrated. Okay, And then the last thing here, I have these sort of three levels, is, is what does that core value actually mean to you? Now that you know what it is, what does it mean? And so you got to define it. Because if you don't define it, you can't align with it. And so for me, what legacy means to me is a deep belief in one's own ability to create a long-term positive impact beyond one's own life. That's my definition, right? So not only do you have to choose your core value, you also have to know what it means to you. 
And so, Kev, what's your uh, core values? Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. First of all, I don't have... I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I don't have uh, resilience on there, which is a huge concern, but <laughs> it's not on there. Character, okay. humility, humor, kindness, and consistency. Those are those are my five. It, for me, it's it's different. I don't know. I just... I've always wanted to be resilient. I've always wanted to be able to handle pressure and pain and overwhelm. That's always, that's what does it mean to you? What's the definition? Resilience. Oh man. (laughs) Spell it for me. (laughs) I believe it is uh, Greek. (laughs) Two syllables. Yeah. It means standing strong, standing strong in the face of adversity, whatever that adversity is. That's what resilience is. It's staying. It's staying. It's it's finding a way. It's figuring it out. It's being in it for the long run. I've always wanted that. How has how has legacy, how is the definition, how is the way or how has the way you look at that word changed over the years? Or has it? Has it changed? I think that's one of the things that's never changed. I think that because because my dad passed away when I was so young and I saw the impact of that, both positive and negative, it affected me in such a way that I always knew uh, how much bigger our impact is than we can realize. Hmm. I just knew it. Like you, When someone passes away and you see how much that affects their loved ones and their family, you can't forget that. It's like it's in you. It's it's and so it's always been that. It's always been like, okay, well if that was that much of an impact at that young of an age, what could you do with more years? And what so do you for want me people that's what to say. What or what do you want your legacy to represent? And has that changed at all? Yeah, uh, I think that when I was younger, I think it was much more young man, ego, mm-hmm. significance driven. Not all of it, but some of it. And now I think it's much more character focused. You know, I think before it used to be go out and create something that's never been created before rather than become something that's never been a thing before mm-hmm. and, and and more importantly someone become someone that is beyond what's ever been been done and i think that's my main focus and don't get me wrong i want to also create something that's never been created i mean yep. a lot of the frameworks we've created and stuff a lot of that is brand new uh but i think i'm made much more focused on who i am and who i become and i used to in my young life be more focused on what I create or what I do. And I think that's really shifted. But overall, the same thing, long-term impact, human potential and long-term impact has always been the main focal point, even when I didn't know it. Alan asked me before we did this, he said, why do you want to, like, why did you pick this topic? And I said, honestly, I think it's just a, it's an extra way for people to live more intentionally. If you, if you start to say to yourself, okay, my one word is blank. Just like if you said my, when somebody asks you, what's your biggest fear? Everybody hammers it. Planes, sharks, and failure. Those are my top three. (laughs) Planes, sharks, and failure. Those are my top three. But those are on the tip of your tongue and those are on the the top of your mind because you 
either talk about them often, you've mentioned them in the past, you've told other people, you live your life through that lens. Imagine if every time you went out somewhere, you had a one word that you that you intended on being or representing or being an example of. I think if I had to guess Taryn's, it's probably kindness. And I think that shows through in every interaction she has. She's always the most kind all the time. When, whenever we're out, no matter what, she's always super kind. And I, I have so much love for that. How can you choose a word that will help you be more intentional with the way you live your life? That is really the, this in a nutshell, that's the goal. For me, it means I stay in the pool as long as humanly possible to make sure I, I succeed. For Alan, it means leaving a long-term impact that will change the world. For you, you don't necessarily have to get it tattooed on your body like I did. It's, you know, you don't have to do that, but I want it for you, if you're watching or listening, to be something that you don't forget and something that helps you get further towards what you want out of life. You're living more intentionally. And as we know, if you say your one word was, I don't know, broken. Imagine if you came back with my one word is broken. That's going to dictate your decisions. It's going to dictate what you do. It's going to dictate what you don't do. It's going to dictate your self-worth. It's going to dictate your self-belief, the relationships you attract, you allow, everything. So if you can make it something positive, you'll, you'll end up much better off in life. And it might seem super easy and it might seem funny to say, oh, I'm gonna, just going to choose a one word and that's going to change my life. It'll change your life to the, to the level that you let it, to the level that you're pouring into it and to the intentionality that you practice it with, I would say. I know we got to jump to Q&A, but a uh, there's a personal development speaker early on. Uh, his name is Zig Ziglar, wrote a book called See You at the Top. And he always talked about, I'll never forget this, he talked about the meaningful specific versus the wandering generality. He said most people go through life as these wandering generalities. They don't know really who they are or why they're here. And I did a training this weekend where I talked about the three Ps. And yes, Kev, you helped me co-create this, so I give you credit. I did? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Nice. Good the first you. P is passion. The second is purpose. And the third is profit. And if you don't have those three in alignment, it's important. A lot of people think, well, I'm passionate about, about gardening. It's like that doesn't mean it's your purpose. Mm. Purpose has to be something in service. If you have a garden that you create food and then it feeds people that's a purpose maybe right solving hunger or whatever right so my point is though is that you want to become a meaningful specific because this world is too big and complex for for us to live in when we don't know who we are and what we're here for and if you don't have clarity on that the only wrong answer is to not seek more clarity i mean we're getting more and more and more clear even those five core values i didn't know those when i was in my early 20s mm. I didn't know any of my core values in my early 20s. I knew my goals. I didn't know any of my core values, right? So don't feel bad if you don't know these. The only wrong answer is to not search for them. Fire. Next level, Nation. I'm going to switch it up, Alan, because I have the prop here. So we are doing the giveaway the where, yeah, the prop, <laughs> where if you leave us a review, screenshot it, send it to myself and or Alan. You can send it via email, Instagram, WhatsApp, whatever you have of us. We will enter you into a drawing to win. An Amazon gift card for a hundred buckaroos. There's the prop. It's completely free. You don't have to pay anything. We're literally going to give you money. So we will choose somebody at the end of the month, one lucky winner. We will email you an Amazon gift card for a hundred bucks and you're off to the races. You can go do whatever you want. You can buy, you know, you want to buy Alan and I some presents and send it over. We can do that. You have a cat, a new cat. You need to buy some cat treats. You can do that. Whatever it is, whatever it is, you can do it. Either way, either way is either fine. Either way is fine. Either way is fine. 
well, good hook there with the. Thank we've you got so a prop, much. and then yeah, this is the prop. It. Strong work. The crisp. Strong work. Crisp. It's real. Benny Franks. It's real. Benjamin. It is. Oh yeah, definitely. It's real. All right, so we also have a monthly meetup this week. So if you're watching live, uh, the registration link Brandon is going to put in the comments. You can register. It's this Thursday. It's on how to find your unique genius zone, which is very, very congruent with your one word. So the genius zone is essentially what are the skills that you are trying to develop around, well, really, this is what it is, the passion, the purpose, and the profitability. How do you align those three in your unique genius zone based on your one word? And your one word is most likely within your genius zone, obviously, because it's what's unique to you. So that whole meetup is basically a behind-the-scenes, private training on how to actually you know design your life around your one word in a way that's really profitable it's important to understand that you know I, I use Michael Jordan all the time I know but Michael Jordan was known for basketball if you take basketball away no one would have known his name and he wouldn't have been a multimillionaire. so it's very important and he might have been in some other way maybe but you understand what I'm saying so we all have these unique things that are unique to us, but if we don't double, triple, quadruple down on them, we're not going to be as profitable <clears throat> and have the life of our dreams like we want to. And so at NLU, we're trying to help you have the life of your dreams, and you're going to have to find your passion, your purpose, and your profit, and you're going to have to align those three if you want the life of your dreams, and I'm very, very convinced of that. That is what this meetup will do for you on Thursday. It's our 11th one in a row. The registration link will be in the comments, and if you are listening to the replay of this, um, we'll have another monthly meetup that you can register for in the link. Behind the below. scenes with your boys. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.